This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. You could spend the weekend doing the same old whatever, or you could conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. Talking to him years and years ago, Tony Gwynn Jr., Radio.com Sports MLB Insider, and he uh, brought to you by our good friends by the Dell Technology Small Business Podference Podcast Series, available at Radio.com slash Dell. Tony Gwynn Jr. joining us. How you been, man? I'm well, Bill. How about yourself? I am doing extremely well. Was it 2006 or 2007? You had that amazing spring training, and then about halfway through it, you ended up a little bit nicked up and... Because uh, I really thought you were going to make the big league squad that year coming out of spring training, and you ended up uh, get, getting nicked up. What, which which year was it, six or seven? I, I think it was seven. I think it was seven. Uh, that, okay. was, uh, that was like going to be the first opportunity I was going to get a chance to, 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 to be on a big league roster, and, you know, unfortunately the body did not hold up the way I needed it to. <laughs> yeah. I remember you had a hell of a spring training. We were in Surprise, Arizona, and I think you went two for three. You had like a diving catch in the outfield, and – uh, I just yeah. remember at the time. I mean, they were just saying, "Yeah, he's 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 going to be set to make the opening day roster," and then you ended up getting hurt, and it just never materialized from there. So, what have you been up to, man? Uh, now I'm just kind of doing what you do. I have a radio show out here in San Diego uh, Monday through Friday that I host with uh, uh, my co-host Chris Ello, and we cover uh, all sports. and And then I, I'm doing uh, the radio for the Padres. So, I got a full slate. Not right now, obviously, with no baseball, but. Right. Uh, I, I, I enjoy uh, – I love sports, so this is this is my second calling, if you will. I know in 2007 you didn't make the, the opening day roster, but you still had that big hit at the end of the season. Wasn't it a triple against the Padres that took the Padres to that one-game playoff in the, uh, against the Rockies or something like that, that you came up and yeah, that was Trevor Hoffman game? It was. It was. People in San Diego still remind me about it every time uh, they want to go down <laughs> – down memory lane, but uh, yes, that was. I didn't make the roster. I didn't make the roster year, but I, I was able to come up throughout the course of the year and, and, and have some success. And uh, I probably that's probably goes down at least in my career as one of the biggest hits I ever had. Do you look at where baseball is at right now? And I, I, I well, tell me how you look at baseball right now. I guess is the best way to put it because the players obviously don't want to take an additional pay cut. The owners made an original deal. They're arguing publicly over money. Give me your thoughts on all of this. I, I, you know, I, I think, unfortunately, it's been par for the course. I think, you know, we've been spoiled since 1994 that there's really been no labor issues between the two sides. But even during that period, there's always been a lack of trust from the, by, from the players. They, they don't trust the owners. I think it goes back to the collusion thing. And uh, I, heard, I heard Faye Vincent say, maybe last week that those type of things have, have a tendency to last a very long time. That trust, that distrust kind of filters through all of the new guys that come up and it's, it's kind of in place. So, uh, 
that's a part of it. I think the negotiating in the media uh, is is always a big mistake. But I I, I, I also say that it's usually uh, some uh, one of the tactics that the owners use because usually in these circumstances, because the players are the face and are the ones being seen, they generally take the blame for anything uh, that's negative as it pertains to the labor piece. So from a from a strategic standpoint, uh, I think that's where the owners are looking at. They know from a pub, the public sentiment is going to look at the players because their, their salaries are made public, and it's easy to point the finger at them. And so uh, it, it's a negotiation tactic that's been going on, I mean, all the way back to when my dad was playing. So it's not a surprise. Um, uh, I think ultimately we're, we're going to get to see baseball. The question is how many games will we get to see? Um, do you think they come to an agreement, or do you think it's a back-to-work order? That's, that is a good question. Uh, you know, the, the reports coming out today is the, the new proposal from the owners offers anywhere between 80-85% of the, rate, the, the, the prorated salary. But um, I think the players, this, is, this runs, as I said, it runs deeper for the players. I think they feel like they've kind of been taken advantage of in the last, at least in the last uh, collective bargain agreement. That's going to play into how they see this offer. I think also looming over both sides that is that even after they get this done a year from now, they're going to be addressing some of the same issues. So um, my guess is that we it's it's a it's a come back to work order as opposed to an agreement. That's that's just my my guess. When fans hear players say it's not worth my while to come back for forty games or for fifty games. As a guy that is a broadcaster now, has been in that locker room, uh, obviously the dream is to play baseball, you know, but, but when, right, when fans right. hear that, when you hear players say that, because I'm sure you look at it from both perspectives now, what, what's your Absolutely. reaction? Um, it's, it's, you're kind of torn, right, because I know what those guys are going through in the locker room. Um, and, and listen, all of it, all of these, these kind of the, the hesitancy of, of some of the players won't necessarily be about the economics. Some of them genuinely have concern about their well-being, about maybe you know bringing something home to their families, their young children. Those are legitimate concerns. But I also recognize, you know, with the entire world's really going through with this this pandemic that. Uh, you know, there is a, a, a serious want and you could argue need to get some sports back to kind of, uh, you know, give some people a, a break from some of the things we're dealing with in, in society. So uh, I look at it at both ends, uh, but I, 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 I try to be fair in terms of casting judgment because I, I know what it's like being in that locker room. So it, it's hard for me to let that go. That was pretty much my entire life growing up. So, um, But I, I certainly recognize it from both sides, though. Looking at the National League, and I, it's going to be hard to really get a, a fair judge because really, I mean, most of the time we say it takes you 30 games to really kind of find out where you're at, right? That's very true, very true. Some would say so, longer than that to find yeah, out Yeah, I was going to say, so now you're in kind of a sprint and it's no longer a marathon. Uh, you know, I, I guess as you break this down analytically, uh, the, the Brewers have been a team that's done it differently over the last couple of years just because 
of the way they run things, you know, just to, because of the, right. the pitching staff that they have. So does that bode well, in your eyes, does that bode well for a team like the Brewers, or does that hamper them in some way? I think it could bode well for them. Um, if they have enough arms, I mean, because especially the way the Brewers use their arms, um, you're going to need, whether it's starters or bullpen guys, you're going to need enough of them to be able to maintain that sprint. Um, and, and listen, mind you, you know, most of the time in a 162-game season, you can, you can kind of manipulate things throughout the course of the season. Now, in a, let's just say, 50-game sprint, um, some of those rules go out the window. And as long as you have enough, I team, teams like the Brewers, I don't know what they have in their, in their, in their minor league system or, or guys that are, are close to getting there or they feel like could help, those guys are going to get used. I, I, I can tell you from the Padres' standpoint, this benefits them. They have two young hurlers in Mackenzie Gore and Luis Patino who in, in a regular year probably would have been called up halfway and kind of been kind of babied into that rotation. Now, in a 50-game sprint, you don't necessarily need to baby these guys. They're not going to be getting innings in the minor leagues, so they can come up and be uh, a, a, an instant help to a staff that is, is, is projected to be pretty strong and a bullpen that's expected to be pretty good. So teams like that that have the arms and have the uh, the, the weapons um, surely, I think, have an advantage in a shorter season. Uh, real quick before I let you go, uh, best team in the National League, best team in the American League? Ooh, best team in the National League. Ah. Uh... I would say it's still the Dodgers for sure. Uh, they they added price, they added bets um, to go along with the team that they already had. They're the best team in the National League. I think the Yankees, with the extra time they had off to get some of these guys who came into spring training hurt or got hurt in spring training, uh, I would say they're the best team in the American League right now. Tony, great to talk to you. Loved covering you, and always great to interview you when we were uh, sitting out there in the dugouts out in uh, Maryvale, Arizona. Thanks for talking to us for a couple of minutes, my friend, okay? No problem, Bill. Take care of yourself. Appreciate it. Talk to you later. There you go. Tony Gwynn, Jr., joining us for a couple of minutes on the Schneider Orange Hotline. Schneider hiring drivers right now. You work hard. They treat you fair. 80-plus years. They've been doing it. Call them 844-PRIDE. Go to schneiderjobs.com. Insider Calls. Brought to you by our friends at the Dell Technology Small Business Podference Series, the podcast series available on radio.com slash Dell, radio.com slash Dell. Good to catch up with him. I remember he was having in 2007, it was a, it was just an amazing spring training. We sat out in, in uh, Surprise, Arizona. He had a hell of a day, and it started to rain, and then it started to hail. I mean, it was hailing, like the end of the world. It was coming on the equipment. I was in the broadcast booth. I was doing some stuff. Uh, God, I think it was with Jim Powell that we were doing it. And Tony had just come off the field and went, you don't have real, like, dugouts and clubhouses. You know, you just got a dugout and you're just sitting there. And so the guys started throwing ball and they're playing in the rain. And he came up and sat with us for a while. And then damned if it wasn't out the next day that he ended up getting hurt. I, but we were sitting there talking. He was he was destined to make the big league club, and then he ended up getting hurt. So just kind of recollecting a little bit there. Tony Gwynn, Jr. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance, too, with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. 
You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law.